Welcome to Dumping Brains. I'm Nicole. I'm Janine. And I'm Melda. We are three friends who have a raw approach to conversations, and we are here to share it with the world in the hope that you are going to be able to connect with your friends and family on a deeper level. It was this thing, like, it was that particular slowing down that made me feel good, and I have to keep doing that thing to feel good instead mm -hmm. of going, well, at that time, <laughs> that's what That worked. time, exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so I'm having a hard time shifting. Right. So I Did I'm you gain some, it. Um, it sounds like you might have gained maybe some sensitivity on a different level towards checking in with yourself if, when you're, when you're mm -hmm. talking about, I want to make a conscious decision, like, are we going to get together this, this weekend? Do we really want that? Or, or are we just doing it because yeah. we have Sunday, cousin Sunday, every Sunday and mm -hmm. Tuesdays is my dad's visiting day. And I don't know, mm -hmm. maybe well, whatever, like, you know, that, that routine schedule. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering if, and I'm noticing that for myself too. I think I gained a different connection to myself, like when I'm making decisions, how am I even deciding? Why am I deciding this? Am I deciding this yes. because there is this collaborative choice that we made and we're trying to all be responsible and just stick to it? How does everybody else feel? Is it like the relational dynamic around us? How does that play out? Like does maybe one of my children, would one of my children really not benefit from a cousin Sunday today? So maybe right. I just maybe the dad goes with the kids and I might stay with one child mm -hmm. at home. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's just so much. And that that's just what came to my mind, how we might have changed also our perspective on mm -hmm. like within ourselves and then also everything that's surrounding us mm -hmm. kind of when you're talking about making a conscious decision, mm -hmm. maybe a, an elevated awareness or something like that. Yeah. The three words that came to mind for me were obligation, burden, and input. And the reason that is, is because, you know, when, whether it's school, you know, driving the kids back and forth from school or work or whatever, for me, there came a time when I felt obligated to take her somewhere because I hadn't spent time with her or, you know, and so when I was hearing you, I was wondering if you felt less obligated, like because you're having more of a choice, it is becoming less of a burden because you're choosing and it's not an yeah. expectation. And also, yeah. because you're choosing, you're choosing when that input is, right? So if you're not able to show up that day in the way that you would like to, let's say, for your mom or for your dad, and you say, like, today's just not a good day, you're, you're choosing to protect your, your time and your body and your needs or the kids' needs, whoever it is. Um, mm -hmm. because I know in your household, there's a lot of input all the time with three kids mm -hmm. and a husband and a dog and, you know, and you have a lot of family in town. So that was what was coming to mind for me and yeah. kind of questioning if mm -hmm. that was. Yeah, that sounds, going. 
I think that sounds accurate. I think that's kind of what I noticed during the times when it was really easy to say like, oh, we can't get together because of quarantine, right? I could use that as the excuse. And what I realized was I'm not being honest. It's not actually about the quarantine. It's because I don't want to right now. And I think it's because the choice was, uh, I don't want to say taken away. It was just, it was sort of that obligation. And when there is that feeling of obligation, you can't even enjoy what you're doing. And it's not even that you wouldn't want to be spending time with those people, because I do, I love them all. It's because of the, the feeling of the expectation or obligation that has now robbed the situation from the joy and the choice and the, and the inspiration to be together. So that's, that is what has come up for me is like, I really want to be clear, like stopping, like what you were saying, Melda too, is like asking yourself, do I really want this? Like, is this really what would meet the needs for me first? Because I think I have to check in with myself first and then kind of go out from there to the kids or whoever else is involved and really asking myself, what do I want to do? What do, what, what is alive for me right now? And I think the more that I'm asking that, the more that I'm making choices from that place rather than from that obligation place. And I guess I'm, I think the fear back to that part too, Nicole was like, I don't want to forget that by getting so easily wrapped back into, oh my God, this is so much fun. Let's do it every week. And then what if it's feeling obligatory at that point instead of inspirational, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where, and I think you, you, us, we're trying to do that together with, mm-hmm. especially with these calls, right? We're, we're mm-hmm. checking in during that week saying what works for us. It's not set every week at the same time. Mm-mm. And even like Nicole, you and I, since we kind of bubbled up and having our kids hang out, you know, we're trying to find a day of the week that would work, but I think it seems like maybe each week might be different depending mm-hmm. on what's happening in our lives. And I'm enjoying that spontaneity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it also creates a container that, you know, your intention is to do X, Y, and Z that week, but it doesn't have to be on the same day at the same time, all the time. Like, mm-hmm. There can be some fluidity to it, depending on mm-hmm. what's happening that week and what's alive mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. I think that's really what I want to like focus my energy on is asking more of that and doing that for my kids too because I Mm -hmm. think it's been an eye-opening experience for me doing this sort of like homeschool unschool free school kind of thing where it's less obligatory and more like what do you want to do right now and really watching my kids make that choice on their own and I'm not having to lead them every second of the day because that's what was exhausting me Mm -hmm. was like the I'm bored what can I do now And so they're kind of doing more, it's more self-led what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I could see that kind of coming in in all avenues in my life, which Mm -hmm. is kind of cool to name right now because that did like the energy I was feeling from rushing here (laughs) um, feels like it's, this is what was needing to come through was to say these things, you know, that was sort of what was stirring in me from Mm -hmm. the rapid race to get here. It was like, oh my God, this is what's happening. This is mm-hmm. that rat race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to get somewhere at a certain time. Um, not to say that it's wrong or bad, but it's mm-hmm. just what brought up what it brought up for me right now. Yeah, definitely sounds like being spontaneous has a lot more freedom within it than you know having a set schedule all the time, even like yes. timing wise, right? And um, what what I was wondering about, and I because we're talking all the time about being raw and vulnerable and 
maybe not trying to fake some things just because we have committed to something we're trying to maybe perf perform in a certain way right mm -hmm. um so even if we're spontaneous like i don't know if you can relate to this but sometimes i i might be spontaneously saying at 10 o'clock yes totally we can meet at 12. and then at 11 30 when i'm about to get in my car i might feel like oh, i wish I don't know, would have been nicer maybe to just stay home. I don't feel like driving right now and maybe having a conversation with this. Maybe let's say I'm meeting for a tea with a friend or something and I'm expecting myself to be really into having a conversation with this friend and performing in a certain way. And I might have committed to this just two hours ago, which would have been, would fall more, more onto, uh, under the uh, spontaneous umbrella, right? It's not something that we do maybe every week. Um, so while it's spontaneous and I'm still going there, my mood might have shifted within those two hours. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if while we still might be showing up to something that, you know, a meeting or um, I don't know, whatever it might be, if we could be open with the people around us and just letting them know, you know what, I don't even know if like... I don't know, just just being open yes. and just checking in in that moment yeah. and just saying, or even if, you know, mom or dad comes over that day and you're like, you know what, I don't want to have, let's, because these type of things, if we don't share them, we still carry the energy within us. Mm -hmm. And then it ends up in, in like arguments or fights or whatever it might yes. be. Like mm -hmm. I was even thinking if I tell the kids, I'll take you swimming tomorrow, and I might still want to do that for them because they might be super excited the morning off. But I could maybe just let them know, you know what, I'm just feeling a little off today. So if I'm, you know, I don't know, if you catch me making a face or something, don't take it the wrong way. It's, it's about me, right? That's something mm -hmm. that yeah. has something to do with me in that mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the other person might just relate totally differently to that energy if we're just open and sharing. But mm -hmm. yes. I don't even know. I do that sense. with my <laughs> I do that with my daughter all the time because I I can shift moods pretty quickly uh, especially if mm -hmm. I'm tired. So I'll wake up in the morning and I'll be like mom didn't get any sleep last night <laughs> basically <laughs> I'm not responsible for my behavior today. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Not really. Not I mean, responsible. <laughs> no, I like what I generally say is mom's a little bit more cranky than usual so you know, basically don't try to push my buttons because she's very, um, she's very smart and intuitive and she knows when I'm not at my best and I feel she kind of pokes at me to just mm -hmm. rile me up. Um, but as she's gotten a little bit older, um, you know, she's, I found that if I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go take a nap or something, she'll like come in and tuck me in or you know, which is great. She's able to show up and, and work with me in that moment of, I was going to do this, but you know, I'm too tired now. It actually happened. We were going to go to the beach a couple of weeks ago and I was all excited in the morning, but by the time it came 3.30, I was exhausted and I didn't want to go anymore. And so I just was like, look, I don't want any crap from you. I'm going because I told you I was going. You better listen. Don't give me any lip because we'll just go straight home because I don't want to be here. I'm doing this for you. 
And she was like, okay, mommy, (laughs) which was a lot for her to handle. But we have that type of relationship. I don't think I do that with anybody else. Yeah. So I'm wondering. Closest people. Yeah. I'm wondering how we could open that up more and how people would receive that. Like, I feel like I could say that to you guys, but I always... I always tell myself, okay, you may not want to go, but once you get there, you yes. know, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be mm-hmm. fun or it's going to, you're going to have a great That's conversation. A so I just had this conversation with Gemma the other day. Yeah. Yeah. How, what's that balance, right? Between saying it's okay to not want to go and to say, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Like you get that choice. But then there are times where it's like, when do you want to push yourself outside of it? Because you could end up having a really great time or you might know you will. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I was grappling with that with her, like trying to say, you know, there's times where you're going to feel both ways. And I don't know the answer to when you choose one over the other, you know, and that comes down to, I guess, in the moment, if you're feeling like I'm ready, I, I think I could push myself because I know I'll have a good time. And then there's other times where it's like, no, I'm not feeling it. And that kind of back to you, Melda, where it's almost like, could we say to the person who I was going to meet in two hours, you know what, right now I want to say yes. And I wonder if we could check in <laughs> or if you could be like, I do that sometimes with you, Nicole, right? Like, can we be flexible? Cause I'm a yes, but I'm not sure in two hours if I'll mm-hmm. feel the same way because I don't, I don't know. And so it would be kind of cool if we could maybe say that up front with people. But I think we also have to know that maybe not everyone's going to take that well. And we have to be okay with that. Like a kid might be disappointed or a friend. That's because of expectations though. And I have been talking to myself a lot about expectations lately because actually in the car ride on the, um, in the car on the way home from the park the other day, I said, you know, I had expectations that I would talk to auntie, auntie Janine. And we ended up, ended up kicking the ball around and playing badminton the whole time Mm -hmm. with the kids, you know, in this big old field. (laughs) I didn't get to have what I wanted. And so I was telling her, you wanted to play on that play equipment. Mommy wasn't comfortable with you playing on shared equipment yet. So Mm -hmm. we played in a field and I know you had an expectation, but did you still have a good time? Yes, I had a great time. Okay, well, then that's what we need to remember about the day, not what you missed out on. She had a good time. So expectations, I think, need to be kind of checked at the door because you don't really know what's going to be in the future. So just go into it with an open heart and an open mind, and maybe most of us wouldn't be as disappointed if we didn't have all these expectations of what that event would hold for us. Yeah. And at the same time, I was just thinking because I'm, I'm, I'm just being reminded and this is on such a broader level, of course, but you know, that video that you shared Janine about grief Mm -hmm. that I just watched, (laughs) I was just wondering, you know, yes, it's true. We should always remember and hold on to the good moments of, you know, whatever, even if our expectations might've not been met. But grief can also, as far as I understood, like if I'm translating the ideas from that video, it, grief can 
happen on such a small level that we might not even call it that. We might not even, mm-hmm. even name something. Oh, I'm really grieving that this expectation hasn't been met. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering about holding space for that as well, mm-hmm. while we're also, yeah. you know, yes. might, might want to shift focus onto. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we also had a great time. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to forget that mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. into this, I was thinking about this and there's still this little piece inside of me that yes. is mm-hmm. still a little sad about, mm-hmm. you know. And on that. Um, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's allowing yeah. both yeah. to be true at the same time because mm-hmm. they Living seem like opposing mm-hmm. they seem opposing right mm-hmm. but they can both be true and I think that's that's a really good point and I was also thinking about expectations like I don't think we cannot have expectations because they're just there mm-hmm. but if we can check them mm-hmm. here's my expectation I can't undo the expectation it's just there mm-hmm. but when we're aware of them then we're not as sideswiped by when they're not met Mm-hmm. So I don't think we can undo the expectations, but maybe mm-hmm. even verbalizing them to the people around us. Like I really mm-hmm. am having these expectations. I'm not holding you accountable to them, but I just want you to exactly. know mm-hmm. so I can get it right. out of my mm-hmm. system mm-hmm. Right. so that whatever does come, I can be open to and just mm-hmm. sort of right. let those expectations have a life of their own over here on the mm-hmm. side mm-hmm. so I can be present to what's happening. And mm-hmm. I think this is a great reflection too, Nicole, what you're saying, because I think it, it was a personal for you and then it was mm-hmm. out to your daughter. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I had an expectation that wasn't met and it feels yucky. And maybe mm-hmm. even just saying that, right? Like I had an expectation mm-hmm. that wasn't met. Mm-hmm. I really wanted this connection and mm-hmm. things happened in a mm-hmm. different way mm-hmm. and, and giving that small and in that grief, that's like giving grief a moment. Like you're allowing yourself to grieve what didn't mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. And then also honoring, but this is what happened in the place of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe we're allowing both to be true for ourselves and for our kids. Cause I think what happens is I get mad when my kids are upset, right? Cause it upsets me. Mm-hmm. And because I feel yucky now that their expectation wasn't met. And, and then now I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. kind of railing on myself and I don't want to feel that way. So I end up wanting to make a container that says, here, next time do this so I don't have to feel bad next time. Mm -hmm. And I notice I do that to them a lot Mm. because it feels uncomfortable in the moment. Mm. And I'm wondering if that resonates with you. Like it's uncomfortable Mm, maybe to not meet that expectation Mm. of your child. It makes you feel crappy. And so you're trying to make Mm. a way where that won't happen again so that next time you're just not having your expectations (laughs) you know, not mm-hmm. met. So I don't have mm-hmm. to feel bad, you know, mm-hmm. that cycle. Is that mm-hmm. making sense or am I? It, no, it's totally, it's totally <laughs> making sure. sense. Okay. It, in this particular instance, um, it doesn't fit only because I wonder before I was like, mommy doesn't know this park. I don't feel comfortable, especially if there's unmasked people playing on the equipment. I don't know how they're cleaning them. Like it was, mm-hmm. I said, it's just too much. So I, I set that expectation for her. So I was, I was a little thrown off by her pouting and saying that she wanted to go because usually if I set an expectation, she just knows that that's what the rule is. And so she mm-hmm. doesn't usually question it. Um, but what was coming up for me was when we were having our conversation, our reality conversation, um, which is another podcast of ours, um, we were talking about um, freedom and my reality and, and how those were opposing. And I'm almost thinking about it in the same way um, that can I have two opposing realities and honor both of them? Because I'm very black and white. 
I, I yeah. generally don't have these opposing things. So this is kind of a new concept for me to try to honor both of them um, mm -hmm. because I think I'm always trying to suppress one to make one more dominant. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Melda, for mentioning that because I think once I start to learn to honor that other side of me, maybe I can learn to live with unmet expectations a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. The balance. I mean, there's two things on either side, right? Mm -hmm. That we're always trying to. Right. Hold. Yeah. And, and the question is also, do we have to make a decision between, you know, which one was the right one now? Is it, is it right, right to choose to be sad over this unmet expectation or would it be better to focus on what I might have gotten out of it? Um, like, do we even have to make that decision all the time? Yeah whether or not one or the other is right, because I, I feel like once I'm making a decision in, in that realm of things, I'm also choosing to silence another part of myself, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not giving both a voice, mm -hmm. even within myself, like mm -hmm. let alone speaking it out loud or in, you know, sharing it with someone. I'm just silencing that part for myself within me. Mm -hmm. And I'm rejecting a part of you know, my own um, felt sense of experience or opinion or whatever it might be. So maybe we don't even have to decide whether or not this is the right thing to do or that is the right thing to do. And I don't know, the silencing aspect just that came up for me. For our next uh, yeah. conversation, because it looks like we're at the end mm -hmm. of this one. And um, I think that is a really good place to possibly pick up if it feels alive the next time we talk about the that silent that part of silencing ourselves mm -hmm. so that that's a great sounds place to end, i think yes what sounds good think? thank great. you everyone until we talk again yes thank you see you on bye. the next something brings bye bye